You're listening to Your Woo Woo Best Friend, a no BS approach to wellness, spirituality, manifestation, and all things mystical. Hey friend, it's Andy, and this is Your Woo Woo Best Friend. Welcome back to the show. Okay, so we are approaching the end of the year, and I find this to be such a great time to get shit done, to really focus on what the goals are that I'm setting for 2023 and start to make some plans. During one of my group conversations in one of my programs recently, one of the amazing women in that collective asked me this question. She said, hey, Andy, when you started, did you launch with a strategy for what you wanted to accomplish? And she was talking about in my business, on this podcast, on the blog. Let me tell you, my answer was very much this, that I honestly had almost zero plan when I left my corporate job. When I started my business in 2014, there were no digital courses. There were no email funnel gurus. There were no social media strategists. I was using Instagram with like a Nashville or a Valencia filter because I saw Lauren Conrad doing it and I thought that was cool. I was figuring out everything that I was doing from Google searches and that's just about it. There were no podcasts, at least not to my knowledge, that really guided me through the process of what it would take to create a business that was grounded in my spirituality, my intuition, my divine feminine energy, I just didn't see that happening. And while I didn't necessarily have as many resources then as I do now, one of the things I was really good at was having the courage to try new things. This episode today is all about finding trust, getting into alignment, stepping into your sovereignty, into your power, embodying your truth. I am going to have a conversation today with a lovely friend of mine, Allie Levine. She's a breathwork specialist. She's also a celebrity stylist. And you may wonder, like, how do those two things go together? What Allie is so gifted at is helping people to transform. And sometimes that's through clothing. And sometimes that's through their spiritual connection. But what she knows is that all goes together. How we express outwardly is a reflection of what's going on inwardly. Is that a word? Inwardly. She knows that. And so I wanted to have a conversation with her. When I made the decision in 2014 to leave my corporate job, the next thing I did, and I don't know if most folks know this because I really haven't talked about this a ton. The next thing I did was open a brick and mortar shop. That shop closed within two years. By 2016, I was like, yeah, this is not it. There were all sorts of reasons why it was not it. I was doing it with an ex-boyfriend. It was a salon on one side of the business. And then I was running this indie boutique featuring designers that were a part of my incubator program at the time. It seemed like a great idea until everything kind of came crashing down at once. So I closed the brick and mortar I was growing Wee Wee as a travel blog and things were going really well. I know some folks here, you may be listening and you're like, yeah, Andy, I remember the travel blogger days. That's how I found you. Things were going really well. I was getting paid to do what I loved and I was working with my favorite brands. I was working with tourism boards. I was working with retreat companies. And guess what happened next? Yes, 2020 happened. Flights across the country started to be canceled. There were stay-at-home orders, and that became the norm. And I knew in my heart that there was no way I could keep growing Wee Wee as a travel blog based on the reality of the world. I had two choices in that moment. I could quit, or I could return to courage and make a pivot. Here's the thing. Oftentimes, when that sort of life-altering moment occurs— The thing that we're being pushed to do is something that was waiting for us. It was in the ether. It was in the wings, ready for us all along. So here I was. I was making the decision to go with courage. I rediscovered myself and uncovered what was most important to me. I chose to focus on the fact that I had more resources around me than ever before. And 
Allie's experience is very similar. She's going to tell a story about having this moment as a celebrity stylist, seeing herself on the red carpet, getting calls from around the world, and then having this moment of awareness that she needed to focus on a new path, a new approach, the life she was cultivating as a mom. And today, as I'm reading headlines, as I'm seeing what's going on in the world, I can't help but feel like we're in a similar moment of uncertainty, that uncertainty that I faced, that uncertainty that Allie faced, but we really have choices. We can choose courage. It may seem like there are more challenges than ever, but there are also more resources. When I decided to make that pivot in 2020, I ended up tripling my business. I'm here. I have this podcast because of that time period. I want to help you to do that same sort of pivot whenever you are ready. And I hope that a part of your reason for being here and listening to this show is because you are feeling that call to transformation. You are feeling like it's time to get a strategy to make big life moves. If you want to chat more about this and would like to work with me in a one-on-one experience, I will leave details in the show notes on how you can do that. I do have some space in my Conscious CEO program right now, and I would love to help you. Let's talk a little bit about Allie. So this is a collaborative conversation today. We are discussing the lows and the highs as we learn to tap into trust, alignment, and sovereignty. You can find this conversation, obviously, here on this episode today. And you can also go check out Allie's show This conversation is going to air on Awakening with Allie also. We recorded this conversation days before the birth of her third child and a few weeks before my wedding. Yes, I promise there will be a wedding recap episode coming soon. As I mentioned, Allie's a breathwork specialist, a celebrity stylist. She's a TV personality and a transformation expert. Allie is a master of moving her clients from breakdown to breakthrough, a master at showing them how to shift both consciousness and confidence. She's styled thousands of celebrities and fashion industry leaders around the world between conscious styling, energy audits, and breathwork. By the way, I had a session with her and she is incredible. She's helping to transform people from the inside out through a process that is uniquely her own. This episode is brought to you today by our newest show sponsor, Magic Mind. Magic Mind is formulated with ingredients that I love, including matcha, ashwagandha, lion's mane, and cordyceps mushrooms. My nutritionist, which his thumbs up is very important to me, gives it two thumbs up. Magic Mind is a little green shot in a bottle. The packaging is beautiful. It's made here in California. And I've made these shots a part of my morning ritual, and I'm truly loving the results. I'm able to drop into deep flow work, into creativity, and I feel focused and relaxed without the crazy caffeine jitters at the same time. When the folks at Magic Mind reached out about sponsoring the show, I was so thrilled to try the product, and now I truly can't imagine my morning routine without it. I'm such a big fan. It's been a wonderful addition to my day, and if you're feeling like this is something that might be supportive to you, I 1,000% recommend you give Magic Mind a try. Here's the deal on how you can get it. I've got a code for you. Go to Magic Mind dot co slash best friend that's m-a-g-i-c-m-i-n-d dot co slash best friend and use my code best friend 20 to get a limited time 40 percent off the magic mind subscription that is totally the way to go get the subscription or you can get 20 percent off a one-time purchase if you want to just give it a try again the code for 20 percent off or the 40 percent off subscription is best friend 20 and you want to go to magicmind.co slash best friend, enter best friend 20 at checkout. If you get that subscription, the 40% off code is available for about 10 days. So go ahead and grab that now. I'm so grateful to have Magic Mind as a sponsor. The fact that they see value in what we're doing here at your woo woo best friend, we are an indie show and getting that type of support 
makes me so happy. It truly just validates everything we're doing here. It's always my goal to share ideas and products with you that will help you to live a more radiant and well life. And this product is definitely one of them. Let's get into this conversation, shall we? Welcome to the show, Allie Levine. Hello, my friend. How are you? Hi, love. I'm good. How are you? Good. So we are doing this episode as a collaborative episode across both of our shows, which is quite different from how podcasting normally goes. But we had an awesome breathwork session last night. Thank you very much. Yeah, and we decided it was so fun. So fun. I want to talk about that. But we decided we would do it this way and just flow into a conversation and see where it takes us. Yeah, you had the idea and we're like, hey, do you want to just kind of, we were trying to figure out, uh, you know, the fact that I'm very prego and baby could be here any day. And we were like, how do we want to do this? We want to go back to back. Do we want to schedule different days? And it just wasn't aligning. And we're like, you know what? Let's just be on together and have an amazing conversation. However, we choose to share it with our audiences. It'll just be divine. So like, I'm just so excited to be here. Me too. So, okay. Breathwork last night. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. It was so much fun and so beautiful to get to hold space for you. You had such a high vibrating energy. I literally came off of it last night and was like, ooh, I'm tingling the best way ever. Amazing. I mean, I was definitely feeling that way too. And I was hosting an online workshop right afterwards. And I have to tell you, like everything kind of went haywire. It was... Things were were totally wonky in the session, like the guest I had coming on to the workshop. It was a thing for Pinterest TV. The guest I was coming got stuck. His boat broke down. So he was like, he was like on the session, but like in a boat parking lot. And I had like a crazy throat chakra, like cough attack in the middle of the thing. And I was just kind of like, this is cool. It's okay. I'm just flowing. I'm just, I feel great. And And what? That goes to your intention too. Like when you were telling me when we were talking about like, what do you want to breathe into? What's the intention? Mm -hmm. It was like divine alignment, divine timing, however things need to flow, allowing everything to show up for me, but like in the right way. And so the fact that like you were able to just kind of flow with that, even though it was chaos, this is where like I just love breath work and I find such a magic in it because you know, obviously we all have busy lives. We all have so much going on. We're very active in what we do and you pour out so much energy in all you're doing. So it's even more active. And then, you know, you wear all these other hats and roles and, you know, your fiance, my mother, wife, all the things. And it's like, oh my gosh, I don't have to trigger off of this anymore. I don't have to feel so activated by this anymore. I can actually just be like, oh, okay. You know what? That happened. Kind of sucks, but I can flow yeah. with this. I can roll. And the more you like just allow the shift in the flowing, the more it just figures itself out versus like flipping out and like feeling activated and just makes everything crazy and doesn't do yeah. anything for anyone. Totally. As it was happening, the guy I had on with me, he was like, I'm so sorry. I know this is weird. He was like texting me right before. He's like, I know this is weird. I'm going to be basically like sitting on a boat dock, waiting on my boat to be towed. Do you still want me to join? And I was like, yes, I love your vibe. I love your energy. Of course I want you to join. Right. So the people that were watching were like, um, what's happening? And so I was like, this is just, a, this is what this is about. The episode was called it was called uh, cultivating a positive aura. And so I was very much using that as a, as a talking point for this is how you cultivate a positive aura. You may be stuck in the boat parking lot. You may be having a moment of whatever the challenge is, but the way that we approach how we respond, how we feel Mm -hmm. inside, how we let that trigger us is ultimately how, how our vibrational frequency can shift and either a beautifully positive direction or go really spirally and negative. negative. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. That's, that's so cool. And yeah, I mean like, and just being real about it, right? Like I think especially nowadays people are really looking for real and they like want to know that like not only what you're sharing, but you actually embody it and you actually like do these things and that, you know, this is how you work through things. So it's just telling people like, oh, meditate. Oh, do this. Oh, do that. But it's (laughs) like, do you embody it? Do you actually do it? Do you actually show up messy and, you know, move through that work? And you did last night. So kudos to you. 
Thanks, sister. Thank you. Thank you. So I actually pulled two cards for us before we got on this conversation. So I have to tell you, they are still very aligned with where we were last night when we were together. So the first one was, and they're both from the deck called the moon deck. It's a really beautiful Oracle deck that has the moon woven all through it. So the first one is trust. I'll show it to you so you can see it. So isn't it gorgeous? So for folks that are listening and can't see, it's this beautiful woman. She's got like gorgeous beads kind of flowing from like her. It's like, it's like all around her, these gorgeous beads. Her hair is wrapped in this like pink fabric. Yeah, it's, it really is. And then she's got a full moon behind her and she's holding this kind of like a cornucopia of flowers. Mm -hmm. And it says, I trust the change unfolding in my life. So gorgeous. And then the second one I pulled is this beautiful card. Yeah. And this one is the prayer card. And this is so beautiful. The, the message is I surrender to the power of prayer and devotion. So aligned with the conversation you and I were having last night. Yes. And in this card, she's she's holding a, a small ceramic vessel and it's kind of upside down and her hands are wrapped around it. And then her fingers are pointed up to her third eye and she's folding forward in prayer. And there's a crescent moon right on her forehead. So beautiful. Mm. And then she's surrounded by flowers. It's quite divine. And there's kind of a halo all around her behind I see her. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. I thought we could have a conversation about trust and prayer. I love that. Yeah. And also, again, going back to last night with the breath work with the, you know, divine uh, timing and divine alignment and flow. And also when I pulled the cards for you last night, one of the cards from my work your life deck was all about you tapping into the portal of your heart and that devotion. So like, look at this is continuing. I love it. Yeah. So good. So juicy. So when you think about your life, Allie, you've done so many things, so many things, (laughs) right? How many lives have I had? (laughs) Right. And I'm like, when you think about your life or many lives, when you think about your many lives, how do you feel that trust and prayer has played into all the, all the versions of you that you've so beautifully shared? Oh, thank you. You know, Honestly, I feel like that's actually where, like I started awakening, that's where like the the things in my life actually shifted. I think before that I was so in the ego mindset, the structured mind. So in the, I have to control everything. I have to be in control, even though you're never really in control because you fake yourself out to think you are. Totally. And when I finally let go and just surrendered, it just started to shift for me. And it was like, all of a sudden, all these signs are showing up and all these projects are showing up and all these different things are shifting. And it was like, oh, I just had to let go, you know? And I feel like for me, uh, motherhood, you know, really taught me that, you know, again, I speak to, you know, being in the ego mind and very much of the ego and, you know, being a celebrity stylist, being Hollywood and all the things um, I was doing, let's be real. It was easy to get wrapped up in the ego and get wrapped up in, you know, the overly glam and some of the darkness of Hollywood and everything else, because that's just kind of what's in front of you. And you're kind of intoxicated by it. And there's a part of you that's like, Ooh, I really want to be a part of this. And yeah. the part of you that also, I think knows, like, it's not necessarily that good for your soul, but you're still like all in anyways. And I definitely was for quite some time. And, you know, for me, I think it took me getting pregnant with my first daughter to really start to realize like, first off, energy is real. I'd always heard that, but I never really paid attention to it. And then when I was pregnant with her, I started like actually feeling sick, like around certain celebrities and like would be on set with certain people and would actually feel like the energy. And I was like, what is this? Like, what is going on? And I would make excuses. I'd be like, oh, like the house is weird or, oh, I don't like this or, you know, and, but then I started realizing it was happening more and more and more. And it was like, how do you ignore these signs? So I prayed, um, you know, I was feeling really off one night and I was in my second trimester and I was really struggling and I got down on my knees, which honestly, to be honest, I don't do very often. And I got down on my knees and I started praying and just asking like, please like, tell me what's going on. Why am I experiencing so much? Why is my experience so different than it's been for years when I go to these people's places and I'm around these clients, like what is happening? And I swear to you, it was pretty, it's pretty powerful and pretty scary at the same time for me. I heard this voice that was pretty loud and pretty like strong that was like, 
you are done styling this this is over you are done with Hollywood and I was like whoa and of course my ego immediately came in and was like no 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 no. wait a second we've climbed way too high for this shit for you to like all just be like hey I'm done you know and I just I sat there and I started crying and I got in the bath and I prayed and I surrendered and I said if that's what this is then I surrender everything to you know myself and the highest good and I ask for help and I ask for you know what I'm supposed to do and where am I going and how do I even approach this because well what the heck like I've been in this career for so long you know and slowly clients started dropping off slowly I started going to clients houses and we would have weird you know just conversations that weren't normally like how things would go and things were just no longer like flowing and things were no longer easy and there were just all these issues that were happening more and more and I was like okay this may be like some of these signs that I've asked for it's like time to move along you know and shortly after I started getting like all these different like social media campaigns and people wanting to do pregnancy stuff with me. And then even like just regular pregnant moms wanting to work with me more in the sailing world and all this stuff started shifting, even though I really wasn't doing anything differently. I just, I guess, put it out there in that prayer and surrender to help with the shift. And all of a sudden these clients just start falling off out of nowhere. And I'm able to let go of my management team that was very controlling that had been kind of part of that. And I was able to start to shift and all of a sudden it just started changing. And before I knew it, I'm this like content creator on social media and I'm doing like, you know, all these new things. And I'm like, like, what, what is happening? I honestly didn't even know Andy, like what I was doing. I was just like, Jesus, take the wheel. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. I was just like literally just flowing and doing. And um, the more I did that, the more other things showed up and even much so that, you know, after having my first daughter and having a pretty traumatic birth um, with my first daughter, winding up in a C-section and having postpartum depression and all these things that I never expected to happen. And I now realize, you know, way many years down the road as part of, was part of my healing was part of the darkness. I had to heal. And it was like this trauma that had to come up in order for me to move forward, which I think a lot of people discover, you know, in the trauma, you find your light, but it's like, when you're in it, you're like, why am I in this? What's happening? And so, you know, when that all happened for me, um, that's when I leaned heavier into meditation and prayer and found breath work because I was struggling so much and I didn't trust, I never have really trusted big pharma and I didn't want to get on anything. I understand that some moms need that, but I really, for me, was like, no, thank you. I don't, I don't want to get on that. And they were basically like, well, then good luck to you because this is like how you get better. And I was like, okay, well, (laughs) that doesn't feel great. So no, thank you. And then I found, you know, a therapist, you know, I prayed and I found a therapist that, you know, would work with me on like cognitive therapy and talk therapy and all this stuff. And then I found my doula, found someone to help me with meditation, all these things. And it wasn't easy by any means, but the more I leaned into that surrender and that prayer of like, please support me, please help me, took a good year or so to get to the other side. but it started to shift. And I, and again, I would start to share my real raw self on social media about like my postpartum depression journey and like how hard being a mom was and all this stuff. And I was really afraid to honestly at first, because beforehand my picture grid, you know, on social media, yeah. like perfect picture as I talk about Pinterest, like picture as perfect, you know, filters, colors, grades, you know, pictures of me on the red carpet with my clients, like all this stuff. And I'm like, here I am posting these pictures, like half nude, you know, my boobs are a mess and, you know, I have no makeup on and, you know, mom life. And I was like, Oh, I don't know if I should do this. And I was funny because when I posted one of my first vulnerable photos, my manager at the time who was helping my social media called me and was like, what did you do? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, your account is bleeding. Like, this is what he says to me. And I'm like, what do you mean it's bleeding? And he's like, go online, go, go look and see, like you're losing followers by the minute. And like your engagement's down, like what's going on. We have deals going on. And I was like, whoa, like I, his energy was <laughs> no good. And I was like, okay, well, let me go look. And I saw it was the post that I had written about my postpartum depression and how raw it was for me, how hard it was for me to come back on social media and be real. And he's like, take it down. Like you got to archive it, take it down. And I was like, I can't do that. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I, in my soul, I felt it. I was like, I can't do that. I was like, I, I, it's my truth and it's where I'm at. And it's really important for me to like move through and heal. And he didn't want to hear that, obviously. And he was like, no, no, no. Like I then take it down. If you're not going to take it down, I'm going to take it down. We're going to lose deals. And I was like, well, then you're fired. And so yeah, then you're up, gone, guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I ended up firing him that night. And I remember like, even in that moment of firing him, I was so 
scared because he was bringing in like all my deals. And I was like, Mm. oh my gosh, how am I going to like, you know, make my income and this, that, and the other thing. But again, I just surrendered and knew my soul said to, you know, really like allow this. And so anyways, fast forward, you know, I have it up. I'm, you know, no engagement. It is messing with my account, losing followers left and right. And I didn't blame people. It was not the content they were used to. And they were like, what's this unfollow, you know? And uh, it was a beautiful thing happened after that, after like a week or so of really surrendering and allowing it to be there was all of a sudden all these moms start following me mm-hmm. and it just flooded in that this mom community came around me, like out of nowhere, just messaging me, following me, DMing me, asking if they could repost my photo, repost my words, like all this stuff. And I was like, what? And then a news outlet called me and asked me if I could speak to it. You know, and it was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? But it was again, like I trusted in yeah. that surrender. And from there, it just blew up all the mom content I was doing. And all of a sudden I had all these new mom campaigns and all the things I was afraid of losing out from, you know, my management team, I gained back and then some from the, you know, the new people that came around. And so I think I just started really learning that real true art and beauty of surrender, you know? And then I think even further, like as I, you know, gave birth again to my second daughter, like all these things that I went through, even now having like my third baby, you know, being pregnant, it's like this constant theme of like surrendering, surrendering to your body, surrendering to the process, surrendering to everything that's happening because it's happening for you, not to you, but you have to get out of that mindset of like, how do I control this? You know, what's going to happen? And, you know, being so in that like matrix mind and be like, I'm going to trust, I'm going to lean into prayer, I'm going to lean into being, you know, devotional, my practices, I'm going to truly surrender. And when we truly surrender, not like say it, but actually really let go beautiful things are on the other side but we have to be really truly intentional about allowing that release and that surrender and just saying okay here we go you know and I, I feel like I'm I'm there now again you know with my third baby it's like I keep laughing to myself and I'm like what am I holding like the, the baby could come any day now and, I, <laughs> and I've been having you know contractions pretty much every day and I keep asking myself when they don't kick off I'm like okay so Allie what are you holding like what's going on like you know because they always say you it's usually you holding the baby in some way and I'm like hmm like what am I holding this time you know and so I'm working on that deep work now with myself of like what else do I need to release? What else do I have to surrender to, to allow this to, you know, happen? So, yeah, I just think it's been a big theme in my life, especially the last few years. And I continue to see when I get out of that matrix mind, that ego, that structured mind, and just trust in the divine, mm-hmm. you know, in God, in the universe and everything around us that is truly there for us and holding us, that it will support us. But we have to be willing to take the leap. We can't yeah. just stay comfortable just because that's what's been comfortable and that's hard right because it's like hard but this is how I've been for so long so how do I you know but then when you start to do it like I told you with my second daughter you know Arlie um you know I was having my um you know birth in the hospital and I wanted to have a v-back vaginal birth after a c-section and you know everyone told me you know good luck you know probably not gonna happen your c-section your first daughter and I empowered myself so much and did all the things I need to do physically emotionally all the things and it came down to at the end, like she had a moment where she kind of, I don't want to say got stuck, but she like got, you know, had a minute where it was like not progressing. And my doctor was like, okay, look, everything's been good till now, but now we're at the end. And like, I told you I would honor this, but like, if it's not going to like go, you know, well, I need to be ready to step in. And I was like, oh no, 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 we're not doing this. I didn't come 12 hours this far and everything yeah. well to like have this happen. And I remember going to this fight or flight for a moment and freaking out and tensing up. And I looked at my husband and I was like, I need my earbud. And I put it in my ear and I quickly clicked on my phone to like one of my fear releasing meditations that had breath work in it. And I started doing it. And I swear it felt like an out-of-body experience. It was like, I heard my doctor talking to me, telling me he's going to tell me to push in a second, but I was almost not hearing him. And I was like listening to myself, my intuition. And I just shut my eyes and I was like, I'm releasing it all. No more fear, release it all. And then all of a sudden I could hear him say push, but it felt like at that point I was almost out of my body, to be honest. And I was like watching myself push and and then there she was. And she was on my chest and it was like the most beautiful like and that for me was the next level of confirmation of like holy shit 
prayer, surrender, like be devoted to what you truly believe and trust that like God and the universe has got you. And that for me was like that next level of like seeing that because it was right there in front of me, you know, and I could have totally gone to the fight or flight and trying to control. And I probably would have wound up, you know, in the same position where I did with Amelia. And somehow in that moment, I was able to switch it with Arlie. And it was like, wow. And even my husband was like, wow, what an empowering moment for you. Like he saw it in me immediately, you know, and it was like just a switch. And so that took me to the next level of this whole entire journey, you know, of of prayer and surrender and what it really looks like and what it can feel like. Yeah. And it's a beautiful reminder that we are capable of so much more than is often said that we are capable of or told Mm -hmm. that of us. Yeah, completely, completely. And the other thing that, that, this makes me think about is in your life and mine too, we both were incredibly successful at the thing that we were doing that at one point felt really aligned for us. For me, Mm -hmm. I spent over a decade working in the beauty industry. I know you're killing it. Yeah. And I was totally killing it. And there was never really a moment where I felt like, oh, something has gone horrifically wrong. It wasn't like, oh, I want to quit and leave because something is terrible here or I don't like my job or the people aren't great because there were really great people all around. And the, the, the company I was working for was a clean beauty brand. And I really, I really was aligned to their values, but I had this experience of having an awareness that there was something greater for me that I had something within me to discover and then share. And I wasn't Mm -hmm. sure what that was. And when I finally quit my job, I, I had saved, I was control controlling this situation enough to have enough money in the bank to be okay for a while. So I like Mm -hmm. quit this kind of senior level, high powered ish sort of job. And for me, I'm, I left the country. I went and lived in a tiny village on the Mediterranean, oh, wow. which was wild. And that was when I really tuned in to my ability to manifest what I needed in the moment. I had a friend who offered me a place to live. It was a family home. No one was going to be there for the next six months or so. So all of a sudden I had this free place to live on the Mediterranean Sea. I was going to be able to go and really explore my creativity, think about what was next. And what happened when I got there, which was so unexpected, the house that I was living in was literally in the shadow of the largest Buddhist temple in the West. And so all of a sudden I'm like, well, I wasn't, I wasn't planning on exploring meditation and some of the teachings of this particular religion and the philosophy, but it's literally like in my it's in window, my <laughs> it's yeah. in my window yeah. every morning. Of course, I need to right. go spend time there. So, what happened in that experience was my meditation practice was was completely was completely rooted in that six months I lived there because wow. I was able to go there every night and sit for an hour and meditate. Oftentimes, I didn't even know what the meditation was that we were doing because it was in Spanish. And I had enough college Spanish to get around, but not necessarily nice. meditative Spanish. So Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Right. So I was I would just sit in quiet and listen to the, the person leading the session each evening. And then I'd spend the days going in the mornings and spending time by the water and writing and exploring. And it was really difficult for me to do it, but I forced myself to not create any plans, to not decide Mm -hmm. what was going to be next, to not think about what business am I developing while I'm here or how, how am I going to make money when I finish this six months of time, this sabbatical time. And that was so scary, but in the vein of prayer and trust I knew that what was for me would begin to leave me some beautiful signs and synchronicities along the way and whatever was next would be. And that was, it's so much more challenging to do that. Even when you had that whisper in your mind of 
you're done being a stylist. It's like, oh, I yeah, was like, what? Really? yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, but no, like right. inner being, please be quiet. I'm very busy being a stylist. Don't you see that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was, I was going through that too of inner being. I know there's something greater for me, but I'm also very busy being a beauty executive and like, right. and I'm kind, okay. I kind of got this down. So like, yeah. it's just, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And I think you also learn too. I love that. I think you also learn too in prayer and surrender. And as you go through that, that no matter what, anything that is meant for you will always be meant for you. It's not going to go anywhere. So you don't have to worry about time. You don't have to worry about, I have to rush and do this right this minute. If it's really meant for you, if it's truly aligned with your highest good, your highest self, you know, your soul, I really believe it will be there no matter what. And I've had to trust in that too, with like even just campaigns and projects and all different things and, and, you know, say no to certain things because it doesn't align at the time for me because I need to be, you know, more focused on my internal growth or whatever it may be and trust that it's still going to be there. And guess what? If it's something that it's aligned, it is. And if it's not, it's gone because you know what? It was never there for you in the first place. I think it's like also leaning into that. Like not everything is an opportunity. It's an opportunity, but it's not necessarily really a soul opportunity. It's not something mm-hmm. that you really, you know, actually aligns with your highest good and your highest path, you know? And I think that too, letting go of that control and understanding like, okay, if I'm really trusting in God and the universe and source and my angels and guides and everything around me and everything within me, if I'm really, really trusting in that. What does that look like? And not only the surrender, but then the trust, like you said, of like, if this is really meant for me, it will be here, period, end of story, no question. And if it's not, it's going to be gone because something better is coming and truly trusting in that and not trying to control any of those situations and outcomes, which we both know is really hard because again, mm-hmm. we've been taught, you know, you can only get to here and you have to do this to get to here. And, you know, you have to, you know, essentially kind of sell yourself in a lot of ways and all these different things. And it's like, it's not true. That's the programming. Once you come out of that and you realize like, oh, I'm literally a divine being. All the rest of this is bull. Like, it's like, oh, wait, everything just shifted. And I think for me, just continuing to see that over and over and over again now, I'm like, oh, wow, this is, there's like, we've just been lied to our whole lives. Like, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. there's just so much programming. There's so much you've been told, like, you know, that can only happen. It's like, actually, no, that's not true at all. Like, you have it all. It's just a matter of like, are you going to take that step? Are you going to listen to your soul calling? Like you could have stayed in beauty. I could have stayed in just styling. You know, we could have continued and had very successful careers and moved on and whatever. Mm-hmm. But at some point we probably would have felt that non-fulfillment and everything else. And there are a lot of people, right? Let's be real, especially now. Like I think because I think it's shifting people's consciousness and so much of people are awakening and like the vibration of the planet is shifting and, you know, all that is happening. I think so many people are starting to wake up to like, wow, I'm not really happy in what I'm doing. And was I ever really, but the difference is right. Is that some will actually make the choice to get out and trust and surrender that they will be taken care of. Even if they walk away from something that's safe. Yeah. Or are you going to stay in it because it is safe and you don't want to give up, you know, the financial backing and everything else. And this is no judgment, right? This is just the reality. And it's like, are you going to listen to your soul calling or are you going to stay within kind of the programming of what's going on and just continue because that's what's been comfortable. And we've both been there, you know, and it's like, well, it's comfortable. So I might as well stay here. But at some point when your soul is like, uh-uh, I need more. It's like, do you allow the up level or do you just stay? And, and speaking from my own experience, I mean, I've had to have serious conversations with myself over and over again, even with breath work, like stepping into facilitation and coaching. I'm like, what am I doing? Like I've been a sorry stylist for like, you know, 12 plus years. People like are like, you know, still calling me for all these different styling consults. And it's not that I'm like not doing them. I mean, I'm saying no to a lot more because I just not in alignment, but it's like, I, I, I have this like imposter syndrome of like, who am I to like step into like this whole new field. But then when I do, and like, we did a session last night, like, I'm like, fuck yeah, this is what my soul wants. Like, I yeah. love this, you know? And it's like, fills me up. And I like, feel that like, you know, what I felt when I first started styling that like major up leveling and passion and burning fire and light within me. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to let the imposter syndrome. I'm not going to let, you know, this programming tell me like, oh, this is all you can get to. You're not going to be able to step into this. Like, no, you have to trust what you said and truly surrender and pray on it and be like, 
if this is truly for me, please show me the way and help me to almost remove these like invisible chains that are holding me back to not be able to step into my highest self. Mm, so it's so so true and so important. One of the things that came up for me in the last couple of years, I went through a Kundalini yoga certification in 2020. And at first I was having that same experience of like, what am I doing? Like, first of all, I've already got a lot going on. I don't necessarily totally. need yeah. this, this other thing. Here you. And, and then at the same time, I was like, this is a modality that's really been impactful for me and has made, made a big difference and how I show up in all ways in my relationships and in my working world with my team and my creativity. And so as I was going through that certification, I started to think about, okay, how can I how can I infuse what I'm learning and experiencing in this teacher training into the work I do with clients? And a lot of my clients are, I'm working with corporate clients and much of that work is around creativity and how to infuse more creativity into the workplace, especially over the last couple of years when yeah. people have been really working from home. But I'm, I found that I was starting to have this opportunity to share these really beautiful meditations, these really mm. beautiful Dharma lessons and bring those into corporate conversations. And of course, then I thought, okay, this Kundalini teacher training has not only been so impactful and how I just feel and how I show up for myself and how how my manifestations come through in a, in a different way than they ever had before. But now I get to share this wisdom in a subtle way in corporate environments where often corporate environments can feel really not, not like a great place to hang out. So yeah, seriously. And how you get to like literally help shift those places because we know as all this kind of continues to play out in our world, like everything is going to shift. The consciousness is going to shift shift everything. everything. It's going to take time, but Mm -hmm. we're already seeing the dismantling of all these old systems. We're already seeing, you know, the collapse of so much. And so it's like, it's only a matter of time. So you getting to be in that space, it's like, holy crap, maybe that modality wasn't like your end all be all. But like you said, you got to like embody so much, step into so much it's helped you so much in your life, in your relationships, all things are doing. And now it's taking you that much further in the wisdom and everything you're creating yeah. to be there. And I think that's such another great example, Andy, of, of trust too, because it's like, okay, also trusting that like, even if you do find something, realizing it may not be the be all end all and not worrying about necessarily the big picture, allowing the present to be and the surrender to flow into other things like you have and now be doing what you're doing with all the corporate situations and you know what I mean because I'm sure you didn't even think that you would be doing that yeah for sure I absolutely didn't and even in some of these these partnerships that I've had like Pinterest TV I did a a series last year with Google it was a YouTube series a 10-part series for Google creators and when they initially reached out specifically Google they asked me to put together a series supporting new bloggers, basically people that are starting to enter the web space and they want to create blogs. My blog has been, I've had my blog since 2012. It's 10 years old. It's done really well. It's transformed many times over those 10 years. And I hear you, <laughs> it, you know, as it would, because it's a, an extension of, of me and what I'm interested in. So they asked me to put this course together or this, this 10 part YouTube series. And I'm thinking, okay, like there's a lot of things that I could talk about. And the more we entered into collaborative conversation, and I'm also thinking you're Google, you probably want this to be like very SEO and you know, how I write posts and things of that sort. And I wasn't really feeling lit up by teaching that sure I could, but it wasn't, it's not really what I want to spend time on. So as we got further into the conversation, it shifted into how to create mindfulness and self-care as someone who's creating an internet business or an internet presence. And that, on the other hand, really lights me up. I want to help people that are thinking about starting a blog or thinking about starting a YouTube channel or whatever it may be. If they're really feeling called to do that, there's a lot of things that you have to consider about your own mental well-being when you do that, when you put yourself out in that way. And it Mm -hmm. can be really challenging and you can have great rewards and great successes, but there's a lot of, a lot of work that goes into doing that. It can feel Mm -hmm. really confronting. So that was a beautiful 
result of some of that work I had been doing around bringing that yogic technology into the way I, I was just showing up with people. Yeah. And then when I launched the Pinterest TV series with those, with those guys, I've been doing episode series now with them since last year. And they're all around, which is so cool. And I I love working with them so much. They're all around wellness. The most recent series I just did is called be more well. And so as Mm -hmm. I was talking about the episode that we just did at the beginning of our conversation, I'm getting to create episodes called things like raising your positive aura. (laughs) And that's like, they're like, we don't really know what that is, but yeah, that sounds great. Like if you're feeling that we're feeling that. And so that's, um, that tells me that I am walking in a more aligned path because I'm like, Hey, this is what I'm about. And the brands, the companies, the collaborators that I work with are like, Oh, that's you. And that's, we want you and your truest form, which is so special. And you're, and you're, and you're embodying it. Right. So they're, they're picking up on that vibration. They're picking up on the fact that, you know, they feel that from you because we know energy is real, you know? And so it's like, they feel that energy, they feel that vibration. They're like, okay, we don't know what it is, but we want you and we want this. So like, yeah, okay, fuck yeah. Go ahead go ahead and do this, you know, which is, which is amazing, you know, And, and think about how much happier people would be in general, everyone in the collective, if they could just did what they wanted to do and didn't worry about, you know, what someone else is going to say or how they're going to receive them. Or, you know, and I do believe that's what we're starting to shift to because people are trying to really want to speak their truth. They want to connect with people, especially podcasts when they're listening and hear people's truth and what is really true for them and how they embody it and how they went through it to be able to get there. You know, because let's be real, we both went through quite heavy journeys Mm -hmm. and continue to go through them as we up level in our lives and our careers and all things that we go through and have to be reminded of our practices and the modalities we use to be able to move through those challenges. Because it's not like all of a sudden you awaken and you know, you step into this new thing. It's like, cool. I got this. It's like, no, 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 no. Every time you up level, it's like, Hey, I have a new challenge for you. Hey, are you going to really trust and surrender again? Are you going to pretend to like, you know, it's really, (laughs) you know, seriously, I feel like that's been me like the last few months, like constantly now also now my birth and I'm like, Oh my gosh. Okay. This is the constant theme of my life right now. It's just trust and surrender, trust and surrender. You know, and so I love that you brought this up because I feel like it's like, okay, divine timing to have this conversation. Cause I'm like, okay, I have to sit with myself tonight and <laughs> have this conversation by myself, you know, because we have to be so brutally honest with ourselves. You know, we have to be so authentically us that like you said, that when you do, you get to walk in that path because you are at the highest alignment you are at the highest for yourself and for the highest good for everyone else. Even if Pinterest doesn't have a clue of what's really <laughs> happening, you know what I mean? Yeah. It aligns because they feel it and they know it and you're being the truest to it. And I truly believe that when you are at your truest form, at your truest self, not only does that trust and surrender play in so much, but the authenticity of you, which I always say is your superpower, it just takes over. Everything else is gone and it's like, oh, cool. I want Andy because I want Andy. I want Allie because I want Allie. Period. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. And that stepping into your truth is something that can be so brutal. And when you break through and really get clear on what your truth is, it is it will just crack everything wide open for you. Yes. And for so most, true. yeah, for most of us, there is a stretch of time. Usually when we're little kids, we're like, so in our truth, it's like, you couldn't even like, you couldn't even take us out of it. But then we get all this programming along the way, as we've been talking about, and that starts to happen. And then all of a sudden we are so programmed that we have no Mm -hmm. idea what our truth is. We have no idea what empowers us, what lights us up, what makes us. Yeah. We've been told our intuition doesn't, it's not there. It's not real. Don't don't listen to it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So when you start to crack into that truth, you're likely going to find things that maybe you remember were there when you really look all the way back to inner child you. And it is, I find that once you do that, once you open that up and start to really face yourself and get really objective about what your reality, what your, what your soul reality is all about, you really 
don't go back very often. You mm-hmm. get really free of all of that. And then you're you're free to do all the work to really start to up-level then. Yeah. And you start to, like you said, you start to really recognize uh, so much of the programming and the trauma mm-hmm. and all the things you've been through that you have to see and work through, which is obviously not fun and not easy. But once you do, you're right. It's like you do, you lift, you lift these invisible chains. You start to really mm-hmm. step into more and more. And as you continue to up level and you continue to do the work, you continue to see more and more. And going back to what we were saying, kind of the beginning of our conversation, you're not activated. You're not triggered the way you used to be because you've healed those parts of yourself. Exactly. These were all reflections of each other, whether we yeah. like it or not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I think like, that is so important to, to say is that those triggers, those traumas, you just experience them in a completely different way when yeah. you have that awakening. And it doesn't mean you don't still remember or feel Within right, your or body. it hurts or whatever, yeah. but you, but you manage it differently because you actually mm-hmm. have experienced it. You've actually dealt with it. You've actually healed it and seen it for what it was. And you cannot have light without the dark. And so you've seen the dark and you allowed it and you've moved through it. And now you've danced through and you're at the light, you know, it's this duality, right? I've had yeah. to remind myself of that constantly as well. Like when I'm having days where I'm like on my highest of highs. And then the next day it's like, not so much. And I'm like, okay, but I have to dance with this. It's not going to always be the highest of highs every day. I have to be willing to see these shadows. I have to be willing to work through them. What is coming up? What do I need to see? You know, what is still bothering me? Because like, let's be real, right? When things still bother you and they still trigger you, they're not healed. They're still there being shown to you in all different ways for you to actually heal versus just like you said, like when something comes up, it's like, Oh, I see this for what it is. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to react the way I used to. And I think that's a huge part of the deprogramming and the awakening that ties into again, that true trust in yourself of like, okay, I know I've healed this. I know I've moved through this. So now the next time that this comes up for me, I'm going to handle this in a different way, or I'm not going to react at all because I truly don't need to because my body has already decided that it doesn't need a response. Mm -hmm. It's such a good test of the shadow work is to check in, think back or do some journaling around, okay, this thing that happened that has been historically very triggering or very hard for me to talk about, feel, feel about whatever it may be. You'll, you'll know when that shadow work has really been, when you've had completion in some capacity of that work, because you'll be able to look at that thing very objectively, see and acknowledge the feelings that you had, because they're of course very valid. And at the same time, you've really started to shift into a new quantum realm where that pain doesn't live on that timeline with you anymore. It's just living somewhere else. So well said. Yeah. And like, to give an example, like for me, like with my birth with Amelia, like I originally, you know, wanted to have a birth center birth. I, you know, had all these plans and midwife, all the whole thing. And between my family and and certain friends, people around me, everybody was like, you know, so much noise. And it was my first baby, you know, like, and and all this stuff. And everyone put so much fear in me and everyone got me so crazy. And long story short, you know, I listened to all of it and I fell into it. And so I found a doctor, you know, like almost like, halfway through my pregnancy and you know it was fine we were cool long story short you want to talk about not alignment all of a sudden like literally two weeks before like I'm about to like be in the home stretch my doctor's like oh I can't deliver you anymore I have to go out of town blah 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 and I was like oh my god you gotta be kidding me so they introduced me to their partner and she tells me oh we're totally the same (laughs) she was like total opposite we didn't get along at all there was no alignment and I was like oh my god I can't do this like this is not like this is not what you know, like at least the doctor that I met before, like somewhat understood what I, where I was, what I wanted. And we were like on a cool path. This doctor doesn't give a shit. And is basically like, I'm going to do see you in three days. If this doesn't happen, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like first off, I, I hire you. So like, you're not going to tell me. And she was just like, no, 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 no. Here's how it's going to go. And this is what's going to happen. And I was like, okay, I'm done with you. I'm out. And so then basically at the end of my pregnancy, I had to switch and find, you know, a whole new provider and the whole thing, you know, find a midwife still go for my, you know, birth center birth, have everybody again, back to, you know, the whole thing. And anyways, long story short, there was so much trauma. It was 30 hours of, you know, just trauma and everything going on between family and everything else. And then, you know, after that being transferred to the hospital, because not progressing 42 hours later, being labor, having my daughter, it was a lot. And so anyways, my point of saying that is because, you know, being here now with my third baby, 
you know, I was talking to my husband about it and I was like venting to him and, you know, just talking about like my different births and the different experiences I've had. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I finally have peace around Amelia's birth. I realize now being in my third time of this, of feeling truly empowered in this birth and feeling so knowledgeable, of like what I'm, you know, basically allowed to advocate for myself and what I can ask for and what all these different things. I was like, it's really healed me to be like, you know what? Like I take responsibility for how that went. And I couldn't do that before. I was blaming everybody. I was blaming my parents, I was blaming my friends, I was blaming everybody that had an opinion. And I had to really sit with myself and say, but I chose to take all that on. I mm-hmm. chose to let my spirit be filled with that. I chose to sink into the fear. And that was the result. That was what manifested. And instead, this time around, it's like, even with Arlie, like, I'm not doing that. And I empowered myself and I gave myself knowledge and I told myself this is what I want. And this is where I'm at. I'm not going to let anybody else tell me differently. And I'm going to own the, you know, result of whatever happens because it's my decision and my decision alone. And that was so healing for me to like journal and talk out with myself to realize like, okay. And, you know, my husband was talking about it the other day and he, we were having conversation at first I caught myself. Cause I was like, yeah, well, you know, my parents and my friends. And then I was like, wait, wait, I was like, hold on. I need to correct myself here. I was like, that was what happened. And I allowed it to fill my spirit and fill me up with where I was at that time by and fear. I was like, but that was my responsibility. And I chose to do, you know, that in that moment. And it didn't work out the way I wanted it to. I was like, and now I know better. And I know from educating myself and empowering myself and doing all my own research of where I'm at. And I feel good about my decisions. And I was like, and I'm proud of myself for being able to look at that and say, I was not the victim. I chose to play into the victim mentality. I've healed that. I've let go of that. And I show up in a much more empowered space. Mm -hmm. And that was me, like how you were saying that, like closure, that cycle. Like that was me really, once I corrected myself when I was standing there with my husband and like reflected right in that moment. And I was like, wow, I'm proud of myself. Like that was a really big moment for me, you know? And so I think like also having that grace for yourself and recognizing when you have those triggering moments and things are going to come up. But again, like you said, how do you move through it and how do you reflect on it? And that shows you, are you truly healed or is there more work to do around this? Is there more shadows and things to be seen that you need to move through before this can truly be healed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in your, your really incredible example, we can start to do that in every area of our life. It doesn't oh, have yeah. to be, okay, the, my boss is treating me like this, or the mortgage company is saying this, so I can't have the house that I want, or, you know, this is going on in my community. And so I am kept, I'm kept in this small space that doesn't yeah. truly suit me, but I don't know. I don't know any other way. When we really start to think about that, there's so much of so much of that directed at us in so many ways. And then when we step into our sovereignty, when we show Mm -hmm. up truly empowered, embodying our inner self, we Mm -hmm. do what you did with the second and and now your third baby. You're like, actually, no, it's going to go this way because I know this, I know that this is what is in fact for me and for my baby and my family. And thank you. Thank you all for your guidance and it's going right right over my shoulder. No, thank you. Totally. I'm not going to let it fill up my spirit and I'm going to do what feels right to me, period. You know, and that's that, you know, and I think, you know, to your point also, like all the things, you know, mortgage, house, this, that, and the other thing, it's like, do you play the victim? Because that is what society teaches us to play victim mentality, to be the victim. Or are you going to step into, you said, you said so beautifully, your sovereignty. Are you going to own who you are and decide at your soul level, what you need and what you want, and then accept whatever comes from that and be able to say, and this was my choice. And this is what I did to be in this place, you know, whether, you know, it's what you wanted or not, it's, it's what you chose. Yeah. And it doesn't mean there won't be challenges along the way. It just means that when there is a challenge, you will, at the same time that you're experiencing the challenge, you will begin to feel the solution coming to you in the ether equally as the challenge is presenting itself. So all of a sudden it's this like duality of, okay, there's a challenge. You say, I can't have this mortgage. You say, I can't do this in my job, or you say that I can't start this business or whatever it is. That is okay because I have a solution that is equally present that will take me to the next level of whatever it is that I want. And that will start to happen more and more frequently as you practice 
this sort of as you practice and as yeah. you also shift your energy right like you spoke to from the beginning it's like if you choose to play in the victim and be in that negative it will continue mm-hmm. to spiral you will continue to bring that into your space whether you like it or not and you can blame 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 but it will continue to happen until you decide to make that shift and say no i'm going to change the story and in that minute like you said it starts to shift and then it continues and continues and continues but it really goes back to your start of the trust and surrender. If you don't have that, you can't step into any of this because mm-hmm. all of this in the quantum field, all of this, that's truly like energy and everything embodied in us and around us, you have to trust because there, because there's just truly no physical, you know, I mean, yes, there's signs, yes, there's people we connect with, you know, us connecting all those different things, but really there's no real physical evidence to say and this is how this went you have to like truly just say I'm gonna trust faith over fear and that's it and I'm going all in oh so so beautiful I love that this is where our conversation went I I can I tell you my spirit needed it because I've been having little like pep talks with myself (laughs) like for the last week like you know just a baby like okay I'm just gonna surrender further and just gonna Mm -hmm. you know and and birth is a huge reminder of surrender in every which way and so just having this conversation I have to say thank you so much because truly I'm like okay what else do I need to surrender Allie what what's this conversation about you know (laughs) yeah and I feel the same way and of course as I shared with you before my I'm really sitting with this mantra about being divinely guided and Mm -hmm. what is for me will find me in the timing that is meant for me and so as I sat down to record with you tonight I pulled these cards and was like, of course, this is what's presenting itself. And I have so much of that in my life right now too, getting ready to get married. We just bought a a vacation property that we've been doing renovations on. We're working on starting a family too. Like there's just a lot of things. And I'm really sitting in that trust, prayer, surrender, divine timing, energy as well. So it's so good for both. Tuning into the portal of our heart, truly trusting, like you said. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that's such a also good message and conversation for the collective, because I feel like where we all are right now and how much is shifting and happening, like we all need to just really trust more and let go of the programming and let go of the fear and let go of the victim mentality and say, okay, how do I get to show up bigger? How do I get to step into my light more? How do I? And also at that same time as I'm saying how, let go of the how mm-hmm. and trust and surrender that if you're choosing it and you're showing up in it, it's going to happen. And that's yeah. been a huge part for me too, is letting go of the how. As you can hear, as I just said it, it's like a yeah. programming of a uh-huh. how. It's like, no, 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 let go of it. You don't need yeah. to worry about the how. It's already figured out for you. So good, so good. Yeah, it it is for you. And Mm -hmm. you don't have to know the how. So good. That's right. So good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you so much, Allie. It's been such a pleasure. I love this conversation. I'm so glad we got to do it. And in divine timing, right? We've been trying to record for a while now. And again, just like divine and trust. We're like, it'll align when it's meant to align, you know? (laughs) And and I think even simple things like that, you know, we have to reschedule a podcast. And, you know, like I used to get so bent out of shape about rescheduling anything. And, Mm -hmm. you know, all these things, I think about my life over the years of like how much I've just shifted and been like, all right, it's no big deal. And, And people's reactions are like, Oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, in divine alignment. Like if it's not meant to happen today, then it's not meant to happen today. Like when it is, it is, you know? And I used to get so worked up. I used to get so bent out of shape over every little thing that didn't go to plan, you know, mm-hmm. and try to control everything. And it's like, you're not doing yourself any favors. You're actually making everything way worse. Trust that the universe has got you. Trust that God source all your angels and guides, everything around you for whatever, you know, resonates for people trust it's there it truly is but you have to be willing to go all in and that has been a huge part of my journey <laughs> mine too mine too I think from two recovered control control People freaks. pleasers <laughs> yes. control freaks yeah all of it I mean yeah. I, I have all the labels like you know yeah. and um again having that grace with yourself right being able to laugh about that and be like okay, that's still a part of me, a very small part of me, but it's still sure. there. And I'm allowed to show up, as I said to you last night in our breathwork session, like you're allowed to show up with all parts of you here. You're allowed to yeah. show up messy. You're allowed to, to not know. You're allowed to feel out of control. Like this is not an easy journey, but do you choose it? Because you really know it's what you want for your soul. That's mm-hmm. the question. Beautiful. I think with that, we are complete. My gorgeous right, friend. I love it. Yes. Thank you so much. And I will 
very much be looking forward to our next conversation sometime down the road, hopefully soon. And I'm wishing you all the wonderful juicy vibes as you bring sweet baby number three. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here today and listening to this episode. I'll be back again next Thursday. We drop a new episode every single Thursday. If you've loved this episode, go ahead and drop down into the reviews on the app that you're listening to this podcast on and give us a rating five stars if you believe that's what we're worthy of. That is the best way to support us as we grow this show. You can also share this episode on social. Tag us at your woo-woo BFF. We love to see you and know who our listeners are and what you're into. So give us a shout on Instagram and send us a DM and tell us what's resonating with you, who else you'd like to hear on the show, what other guests would be exciting and inspiring for you in 2023. If you're interested in joining me in the Conscious CEO coaching experience to kick off your new year with a game plan and a strategy to grow your business in a magical way, you can drop into the show notes, click the link and apply for that opportunity. I'm also doing soul strategy readings through the end of the year. I have a special opportunity to gift soul strategy readings to the people that you love. More details coming on that soon. Lastly, thank you again to Magic Mind for sponsoring this episode. As I mentioned, if you're interested in trying Magic Mind, the world's first productivity drink that contains matcha, adaptogens, nootropics, and honey to help with your flow state, your immunity, and so much more, go to magicmind.co slash friend. Use my code BESTFRIEND20 to get a limited time, 40% off the Magic Mind subscription and 20% off a one-time purchase. I'll see you again next week. Until then, sending so much love, high vibes, and a beautiful start to the holiday season. See you soon.